Welcome to the Skeptic's Guide to the Spooky Side. Where your three intrepid hosts lead you through the world of the supernatural and the unknown. Yeah, he only goes up on me. It's true. That just means you're going down on me. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you're right. <laughs> I can't argue with that logic. I can't argue with it. He just gets on a stepladder. <laughs> so you can stand oh, and do it at the same time, of course. Uh, oh, that's brilliant. I, I'm a I'm a submissive Don. It's Dom. Dom. I'm Dom. a submissive Don. Really, when, when all of my capos come by, I just let them do whatever they want. <laughs> Yeah, just you know, they just run over me. Well, on all of that nonsense, uh-huh. welcome to the Skeptic's Guide to the Spooky Side. <laughs> that was special. That was the Scooby Doo Ghost. Uh, we are the Traveler's Guide to this universe, the next, and everything in between. Uh, I am today's host. Travis Diffenderfer, joined by two beautiful people with microphones. Hi. Oh. I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> That's your name? Alec. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're Alec. Okay, good. Sorry, we cleared that up. Yeah. I'm Alec Pettigrew. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Alec Pettigrew. Um, I'm Chuck. Uh, I am this, the uh, sleep paralysis demon in the corner of your room eating a Flintstones push pop. There it is. Yep. It happens every episode. I think my version is going to become the the ghost of Travis Diffenderfer. That's just me every time now. Yep, you're the I go- forgot it already. But. You are the former Travis Diffenderfer. <laughs> I am the ghost formerly known as Travis Diffenderfer. There you go. That's what? the way to say it. Don't call me by my live name. Latin name. <laughs> yeah. I want you to dead name me. Um, so, so <laughs> dumbest pun I could possibly do. Uh, so, I'm gentlemen, I've pre- prepared... Uh, probably the strangest episode we've ever done, and it could potentially wind up being the strangest episode we'll ever do. Uh, I had like three different ideas that I was like trying to figure out which one I was going to do. One of them was very heavy on Zach Baggins, which I referenced last time we talked. Uh, and I decided on none of them because a friend of mine, CJ Green, a brilliant writer, uh, sent me a thing so you could consider this our first request. He wanted us to look at this thing and do what we do best, which is look at it and claim it's a bear. So, yep. <laughs> so in comparison to the precedent that Chuck has now set for the podcast of this crazy amount of wonderful research, I've done basically z- z- none. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's know. special about this episode is we're all pretty much going in blind. <laughs> I love that for us, honestly. Yeah, I what I did was all of the research that we'll figure this out later. I did a bunch of research that centers around not actually the topic, which will make sense after we get through the topic. But um, this is I don't really have a good title for this other than the Reddit alien biologist. <laughs> so I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. A cup a few months ago. Actually, like, a little over a month ago, a post went ridiculously viral on Reddit from someone who was claiming to be a whistleblower uh, that was a former alien biologist working for the government. And because of 
the detail in the post and like all the other stuff around it, it got a lot of traction and it's, it's been reported on widely. It's obviously very topical right now, fucking aliens being I don't know what you're talking about. Place. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know yeah, anything know, about any non-human biologics. Stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> That's confidential information. I can discuss that in a closed environment. Yeah, I don't want to fuck up somebody's uh, clearance or something, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we're going to have to strap in because of what I've decided. This is going to be a long episode. What I decided to do is I'm just going to read this entire post out loud with you guys. And then we'll discuss the details afterwards. And it's a long post, so we can comment throughout. But it's going to be a nutty story from everything that I've heard. And there's a reason it became popular. And we're going to find out what it is together. I haven't read it. <laughs> I have not read a word of any of it. <laughs> but it's become one of the most credible things lately. So what the fuck do you want to do? <laughs> Sound good? Sound I, terrible? I'm intrigued. I... Listen, that remains so. I am. I'm at half mast right now, um, so I'm 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 ready to go all the way up to the crow's nest. So the title of the post says, "From the late 2000s to the mid 2010s, I worked as a molecular biologist for a national security contractor in a program to study exobiospheric organisms, EBO. I will share with you a lot of information on this subject. Feel free to ask questions or ask for clarification." And that's the title. So. That's the title? That's the title. It's very long, I know. Reddit to read. is weird. <laughs> it's a weird space. From the late 2000s to the mid-2010s, I worked as a molecular biologist for a national security contractor in a program to study exobiospheric organisms, EBO. Just the title again. But yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. the first sentence. The aim of the program was to... Uh, uh, yes. The, the aim of the program was to elucidate the genome and proteome basis of these organisms. Although the study of OBCs has been going on for decades in other programs, the new high-throughput DNA sequencing technologies of the late 90s unblocked stagnant research in this area. Since then, several breakthroughs have led to significant advances in our understanding of the genome and proteome of these beings. I don't know what the fuck a proteome is. I'm probably the wrong person to be analyzing this thing, but you know. I don't know what a proteome is either. It doesn't sound like a real thing, but I don't know. I'm not a biologist. So what we've learned so far has enabled us to outline some disconcerting perspectives about our place in this universe. Briefly, we've discovered that the EBO genome is a chimera of genomes from our biosphere and from an unknown one. They are artificial, ephemeral, and disposable organisms created for a purpose that still partially eludes us. I'll be substantiating my statements after a brief introduction. They're ephemeral, so, like they cannot be interacted with? I don't know what ephemeral means. Let's Google ephemeral. Well, I mean, ephemeral means that it, like something like appears and disappears, I think. Lasting like, for a very short time, it says. Yeah. Yes, you're correct. So, <laughs> artificial ephemeral and disposable organisms. They're claiming that the aliens are engineered organisms that exist for a short period to serve a small purpose, and then they just kind of toss them. <laughs> so, Biological it's an interesting tools. claim. Yeah, which that aligns with a lot of what people think about greys, that they are 
engineered beings, but it's also saying already that it's like a mix of Earth DNA with some other other unknown DNA. I don't know what the fuck that means, but yeah. So, the reason for disclosing these secrets is quite simple. I believe that every human being has the right to know the truth and that to progress, humanity needs to divest itself of certain institutions and, and organizations that will probably not survive these re uh, revelations in the long term. I'm aware that I'll have very little impact in this regard, but I still believe that small leaks are necessary to break the dam of misinformation on this subject. When the governments will eventually reveal these secrets, there will undoubtedly be a societal upheaval, but in my opinion, the longer we wait, the worse it will be. I choose to divulge what I know anonymous, anonymously out of selfishness for the out of selfishness for the well-being of myself and my family. It's very dramatic. Yeah, I know. He's, he already is paranoid as fuck. Uh, I'm aware that this diminishes the reach and credibility of my message, but it's the furthest I am willing to go. I choose this forum because it offers a good compromise between anonymity and popularity. In order to protect my anonymity, I will be purposefully vague or even contradictory about any information that could identify me. Date, education, role, etc. I'll even introduce red herrings in this respect. Uh -huh. I want to make it clear that any information related to the subject of the research will not be treated in this way. Uh -huh. So... Uh-huh. That's a huge red uh -huh. flag to me. I'm just, right? like, I'm throwing them up here. <laughs> I just got red flags and I'm tossing them up. Listen, <laughs> you can't fact check anything that I'm saying because guess what? I'm going to be contradictory to try to maintain an air of mysteriosity. Yeah, right away, they're basically saying, there's going to be conflicting things in here, but that's on purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't don't fact check me because yeah, I my did it on ass. purpose. Yeah. You gotta be quicker oh. than that. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, no. sorry. I just like I'm just getting like shades of Polybius. <laughs> yeah, and like most most whistleblowers, let's be real. This is this is a thing I, I will come up later. Most whistleblowers identify themselves to at least one other person and then let the other person who's like you someone who can spread information put their stuff out there so like you can maintain anonymity as a whistleblower super easy it's real easy yeah super easy to do yes it it's uh, very super easy to do yeah you don't have to lie about stuff and mm. tell people i'm lying don't look it up yeah you, d <laughs> you definitely don't have to do that so sorry carry on with this load of bullshit <laughs> before going any further please excuse me if you find it difficult to understand what i'm explaining Great. <laughs> Some Great. parts Love of my that. text mm -hmm. are very technical. It's difficult to find the right balance between vulgarization and scientific explanation. What? What is vulgar? I don't know. I don't know what that means. I think he's still re referencing his contradictory parts, like trying to, you know, separate the two. Yeah, but I don't know what vulgarization means. Does what, that yeah, mean was just, it? like, diluting it to the point of being offensive? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I'll continue Maybe. by talking about myself. What's the point of talking about me knowing that the information will be necessarily mi be misleading? Uh, well, I can tell you a few things, guy. <laughs> uh, I simply want to introduce a perspective on the type of people who work there. Normal scientists. I have a PhD in molecular biology. As opposed to what? Normal as opposed to what? To not normal. Sinister? 
mad? Sinister, sci- sinister scientists. <laughs> As opposed to strange scientists. <laughs> like uh, Mad like, scientists. <laughs> like, what's his name in uh, Independence Day? Dr. Oaken. <laughs> oh, yeah, the crazy hair. He's played by uh, Brent Spiner. I prefer those kinds of scientists. Yeah, I do anyway. too. I like mad scientists better, honestly. They're more fun. If I want if I'm getting a handsome scientist, it better be Jeff Goldblum. Um it should be. I have a PhD in molecular biology. Prove it. Um <laughs> I didn't actively From what university? seek to be a part of this. Yeah, program. at least give that. Yeah, it doesn't even there's zero identifying. You could have a PhD well, in molecular biology from like the University of American Samoa, which is a better call Saul <laughs> reference. <laughs> nice. You could also just like claim it and yeah. like this post is doing and bear with me here. We all know I have a PhD have... in PhD in ghostology. So I mean Yeah, you know. exactly. You're gonna need to have complete blind faith in me. Bear yeah. with me here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please. I didn't actively seek to be part of this program. Rather, it was a stroke of luck that introduced me to one of the senior scientists. I met this person at a conference where I was presenting a poster on my PhD research. You just a poster? Yeah, <laughs> just like, giving a poster. Just okay. a po- what? Like, okay, listen. When this you isn't go to like these the conferences in elementary school, yeah, I was about to say this isn't the science <laughs> fair. You don't, don't present a yeah. poster. No, you would be giving a talk or a lecture. <laughs> Or a panel on your research, not just like throwing a trifold up and standing around watching people walk past you. <laughs> sir, sir, madam, would you like to see my piece of paper? I can explain what? it. The only place I could see that like, actually being a thing is like Alien Con, where it's like woogity woo yeah. research yeah. on a poster. I don't know. The people Otherwise, who think they've like... done actual research. <laughs> If you have yeah. research, it's going to need to take up more than just a poster. Let's just start there. Yeah. You give talks and you publish books. That's what you do with yep. research. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. When I think back, I don't believe he was impressed by what I was presenting because it was, quite frankly, a project that wasn't going anywhere. Cool. And I it was on it was a trifold. So, I mean, you know, that had to be really unimpressive. <laughs> yeah. That's why I wasn't going anywhere. It was just exactly. It was a science trip project. You were just like, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out like which uh, water evaporated faster. I and mean, that's not very impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's not flubber. It's salt <laughs> water versus sugar water. Which one yeah. makes plants grow? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, hey. Watch it. It was actually just like the volcano thing that we all did. <laughs> exactly. Baking uh, I think it was rather the most important aspect of a professional life the attitude and the ease with which you make, make connections. Shortly afterwards, I gra- what does that even mean? That's it doesn't okay, whatever. Shortly afterwards, I graduated and received a call from this person offering me a position. At the time, everything pointed to me working in a regular laboratory. So he was yeah. Yeah. So he was not didn't have his PhD at the time. It was research for the PhD. He said I, I graduated on my PhD research. So it was I guess it was the research Okay. They were doing during their PhD, right, presenting okay. it after he graduated, person called him. Which you don't do Sir. as a poster, but carry on. Right. <laughs> you write a thesis. <laughs> you do thesi. Is that the plural for thesis? Thesis? Thesi? I thesis. thought it was thesis. I did a series of three increasingly suspicious interviews. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Say that again. 
Read it I again. did a series of three increasingly suspicious interviews, each in a different location, where my scientific background and knowledge became less and less relevant. What is a suspicious interview? <laughs> I don't even fucking know. I um, mean, did they fucking like put their finger up your ass in one of the interviews? That would be suspicious. <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't know what the fuck's a, a suspicious interview. Maybe you think you're being pickpocketed during it. I would feel suspicious. Like these look like these look more and more like uh, suspiciously, like I'm to be a drug mule. <laughs> Who are yeah. these companies? It was actually just progressively worse aliens in human disguises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first one's like, I think they're human. The next one's like. Okay, I re I'm really starting to doubt here. And the third one's like th wearing that's a not Reagan even mask. Tried. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a it's yeah, like exactly. a mantis being with like a cardboard mask on, and like <laughs> and like a tie dangling from their neck. Hello, yes, uh, Mr. Williams. I am human. Okay. <laughs> I promise, I'm human. The first was with two of the senior scientists. The second and third were with people I have never seen again, and who were obviously not interested in science. Why were they even there, though? Uh, sometimes after the interview, I was asked to go to a fourth location, where what seemed like a corporate lawyer presented me with an NDA. He made sure not only to explain every detail, but also that I understood the consequence of not respecting it. Okay. Wait, not respecting what again? The NDA. The, the maybe NDA? Okay, so here's yeah. the thing. If you're working on a classified government project, you have clearance. You don't get an NDA. You have clearance. The clearance means you get access to this information or you're doing this information and you can't reveal it because doing so would violate the law. An NDA is about as <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's about as like airtight as I mean, they could take they can only take civil action against you with an NDA. They can't take legal act. Like, oh, <laughs> God, that's so dumb. Sorry, carry on. You're good. Thank you for clearing um, that up as well, because I don't, I'm not familiar. It's, it's a, there's a huge difference between violating your security clearance and violating an NDA. That clears it up. Yeah, huge, 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 huge difference. Uh, the first employment weeks were by far the most memorable. Although I spent most of that time in a depressing archive room, it consists almost exclusively of reading about the subject of study to, and to get us up to speed. There's no secret Wikipedia or even a reference book to guide us. There are only dry reports, memos, presentations, procedures, and SOPs. These documents are almost exclusively about the biology of EBOs, but there are also a few that deal with other subjects such as their food, religion, and culture. There were no documents on their technology. <laughs> okay. Can you list Fine. those one more time? Which parts? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just the uh, just just the parts. Uh, uh, anything but that. What was it? The society. That. Let's see. There's no secret Wikipedia or even a reference book to guide us. There are only dry reports, memos, presentations, procedures, and SOPs. So, nothing digital, I guess. Yeah. Lots of weird reports. Which would make fun. sense. You wouldn't keep that sort of information on a digital database if it was that yeah, secret. Sure. As mentioned above, the aim of the project is to gain a better understanding of the EBO genome and proteome. To achieve this, a team of around 20 scientists, four senior scientists, and a director was involved. 
The scientists, like myself, had as their main responsibility to carry out the technical work. As each scientist had, to my knowledge, a PhD, we are all somewhat overqualified for what is ultimately a technician's job. The senior scientists, who make use of their diplomas, had the task of designing the assays and had a supervisory responsibility. I'm sorry, this is not very well written, so I'm having some trouble. Imagine. Yeah. I, ha I would have never guessed. Yeah, a there's a lot of like, post. punctuation issues. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but people are... In, well, we'll get to the comments in a minute. <laughs> in a while. Uh, they were also in charge of training new employees and sometimes even came in to do technical work. Uh, the director, of course, was the person in charge who directed priorities to the senior scientists. He was rarely on site, and the few times he was, it was to attend meetings. Other than that, the scientific staff, there were security guards working for one subcontractor or another. There were no support staff such as janitors or maintenance workers. Scientists were responsible for this kind of work. In addition, logistical constraints ensure that every scientist is capable of carrying out any technical activity so um i don't believe that yeah there was no janitorial or maintenance they workers even, they even had, that had to be down there to set, to set stuff up <laughs> yeah yeah they had janitors of fucking Los Alamos. they had janitors for the manhattan project i mean like yeah that and was about a secret workers? you know yeah you have to have that kind of shit you can't expect scientists to do all this stuff because guess what they're not technical people yeah dude so like my experience in the military i was a maintenance worker you know i was doing the electrical work and stuff and uh i went into secret spaces doing maintenance work like you have to have maintenance people even in the most like secure areas and stuff where information is it's like there's no government space there's not going to have it, period. Like, I get that you're trying to be like, it was all cloak and dagger, lockdown and stuff. But you're going to have, like, one guy there to fix shit that breaks. Not every scientist is going to be able to solve, like, electrical problems or plumbing no. issues. And the guy's got, name is going to be, like, Jeff, and he's going to have always been there. I've, yeah. I've, I've got this comic strip that's played itself out already in my head of just a guy named Bill who wears, like, the jumpsuit, right? And he's got, like, the mop. <laughs> With him, and sure. in the comic strip, he takes the mop with him everywhere he goes because he's a janitor by trade. So that's who he is as a person. Makes sense yeah. in a comic strip. And he comes home late at, uh, late at night, and his wife asks him how, how his day was, and he's like glowing green. He's like, "It was fine." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's just like, she thinks he's just a janitor at the high school, but yeah, cleaning, in, <laughs> cleaning the inside of a radiation tank or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fine, honey. Coming up. Custodian, like third arms know. and shit. Yeah, <laughs> sprouting random tentacles. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a fun movie, actually. Uh, the maintenance guy for some top secret facility. <laughs> that'd be a fantastic TV series. I'm here for it. <laughs> so the laboratory, uh, the laboratory itself is located in Fort Detrick, Maryland, Fort in a building used for Fort Detrick. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Fort Detrick, you should be the one reading this. Uh, Maryland, in a building used uh, for legitimate biomedical research. The clandestine operations are carried out in a restricted part of the basement, out of sight from regular workers. Contrary to what one might imagine, the biosafety level is not maximal for this type of research. 
Indeed, the lab containing EBO samples or derived cell cultures is BSL-3. That's really specific. While the lab where assays are conducted are only BSL-2. The BSL-3 area of the facility includes a freezer room and a cell culture lab and is only accessible through an antechamber from the BSL-2 section. EBO carcasses are preserved in a horizontal freezers at a temp temperature of minus 80 degrees Celsius nominal. <laughs> to maximize the preservation of these carcasses, they are preserved in vacuum bags and the air in the room is controlled to minimize humidity. There are only four bodies and none of them are complete. <laughs> that's, that's fucking dark. Um, it's obvious that these creatures have died as a result of major trauma. I've never witnessed a motorcycle accident fatality, but it probably looks similar to this. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Alright. Wow. I mean, That's just, some weird speculation. Just Google to, it, bro. I mean, you can find that. Way to yeah. paint a picture, though. It does paint a picture. I don't know why they phrased it as motorcycle accident fatality. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's honestly helping the description. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to paint the picture that like these carcasses are probably from a crash. Oh, you know what? 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 Yeah. Nah. What? No way. No. Maybe it's very. They came here to learn about riding motorcycles, and they got into a motorcycle <laughs> crash. That's probably it. Fatally. So where are their beautiful motorcycles? What? More? Two motorcycles with a tiny house in between them? Whoa! I love two-wheeled machines. <laughs> so that's yes. my think you should leave sketch. Sorry, I apologize. It is acknowledged that there are more EBOs carcasses at other locations. The Cell Culture Laboratory, as it, its name suggests, is where cell lines derived from EBOs are grown and related activities are performed. I'll talk in more detail about these specific cell lines later on. The BSL-2 part is mainly used for assays, Immunohistochemistry. That's a whole word. That is. <laughs> Genetic engineering. You said immunohistochemistry? Immunohistochemistry. That's what he said. Trust me, that's not going to be the last of these long words. I'm literally looking at another one. <laughs> Immunocytochemistry. Storage, etc. <laughs> nah. Uh, there's also a cell culture lab, but this is used for more traditional cell lines. Other than the labs, there are all the amenities you could find in an office. Note that the internet access is limited to senior staff and up. There is, however, an intranet for bioinformatics needs. Interesting. The, the restricted internet thing is probably true. When I was on my ship, the only people who were allowed to use the internet on it were uh, the people in charge. Us peons weren't allowed to have no interwebs. Of course. It I makes mean, sense. That makes I sense. mean, you know. But it wasn't fancy. It was just like the the commanding officer had like one of those little Verizon. Uh, they had like a little things. Blackberry. Yeah, and he just carried with a keyboard like, on one half the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it was like his little special prize that he carried around. Like, you can't use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picturing your commander as an otter now. Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. That's adorable. He's got kind of holding it real close to his yeah. chest. It's like shaped like a little clamshell, you know. <laughs> he was much scarier than that. And he just swims <laughs> away playfully. He's a very stern man. It's like he's like he's not far off from Ron Swanson. <laughs> you can't use my Wi-Fi. You can't use it. It's 
Stop asking to use the Wi-Fi. It's not allowed. Get back to work. Is this the first time you've done Ron Swanson on podcast? Yes. I think it is. Now tell me about the damn aliens. Okay. On the subject of the biology of these beings, I'll start by discussing genetics. Then their gross anatomy. Gross. Gross. Finally, their biological systems. Yeah. For the sake of clarity, the information that I provide here is an aggregation of what I have observed and what I have read. I will make many comparisons. Why did I stutter on that word, but not the other ones? Comparisons with human anatomy, because it's the most logical reference. Somebody busted out their thesaurus. Thesaurus. Their thesaurus. Um, So this next section is going to get very weird. Um, And there's a whole lot more to read, so just buckle up. Uh, I'll do my best, and I might just skip parts if it gets way too fucking technical. Because I can see there's a lot of numbers and letters that I don't fucking understand. Uh, (laughs) First, I'd like to discuss their genetics. Their genetics are like ours, based on DNA. Fascinating. What? Uh, (laughs) What? This fact was... (laughs) They're not rock people? No, they're not. It's not made of Legos. It's DNA. (laughs) (laughs) This fact was very puzzling for me when I first learned about it. I hate that sentence. Uh, we imagine that being from an alternate biosphere would have genetics based on a completely foreign biochemical system, and surprisingly, this is not the case. Several conclusions. Why would can be it drawn be the, the case? I don't fucking know. That <laughs> just doesn't mm. make any sense. Every single thing on Earth has DNA. Even yeah. like single-celled organisms that we found in the vacuum of space. You know? Yeah, it's all DNA. It's all it's DNA. Like what, it's what life comes from. It has it's to have not... some sort of code to tell it what to do. Yeah, I, uh. it's not that strange to me. Like, yeah, we've like Chuck said, we found, we've literally found life among the stars, but it's just like single-celled organisms and stuff. That counts. It's all DNA. Yeah, it is. Aliens are like just a fact now, but it's like, are they how science fiction paints them? Probably not, but you know. Several conclusions can be drawn from this surprising revelation. Surprising! The one that immediately comes to mind is that our biosphere and theirs share a common ancestry. (gasps) Alien. Uh, Prometheus. Whatever. (laughs) They're eukaryotes, which means their cells have nuclei containing genetic material, which suggests that their biosphere would have been separated from ours sometime after the appearance of this type of organism. Okay, this the term exobiospheric organism is actually a misnomer, but it's a historical term. It's still used. So he says when when our biospheres were separated, does that mean that we were one and the same? And kind of like, have you watched the Prometheus movie? It's not. I don't remember. It's just called Prometheus. I don't remember anything (laughs) about it. Okay, well it's it's like an alien slash predator thing and the entire concept i'll just explain this because i know he's seen it uh the entire concept is like as you find out that earth was engineered from like the same common ancestor to basically be a feeding ground for this other type of yeah. creature so it's like yeah it's basically saying that like at some point in time our societies were connected our biological stuff was connected and then at some point they diverged. They just pieced out. They just pieced the fuck out. They left us. Okay. And now they're now they're back. There's some kind of common ancestry point 
Like, maybe it's another planet that's not Earth. Maybe it's people from this planet came to Earth and then some went somewhere else and we evolved from there. It was a different branch of the evolution. Yeah, different different branch of, of stuff. Their genetics are not only based on the same genetic system, but they're also even compatible with their own cellular... Cellular? Cellular? Someone's been hitting the blue, mo- blue milk. Blue milk. <laughs> I, w- I was at Star Wars Land on Sunday. Oh, there was blue milk there. Did you get some? No, I didn't have it. Damn didn't it. Have it. I, I should have. W- I want to try the blue milk. Compatible with our own celery machinery. Uh, <laughs> As you know, the human body like, is just fuck. is just a bunch of meat held up by celery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all celery people. That's the real conspiracy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this means that you can take a human gene and insert it into an EBO cell, and that gene will be translated into protein. And this, of course, works in reverse with a human gene inserted into an EBO cell. There are important differences in post-translational modifications that will make the final protein non-functional, but I'll discuss these later. Their genomes consist of 16 circular chromosomes. Mm. Um, hmm. I did see... So here's the thing. It, he says circular chromosomes, and then he, apparently he never mentions this again. I saw this in the comments. Circular chromosomes is supposedly like very unusual and strange and people wanted him to clarify that but he does not so him no over he's that. gonna be contradictory travis because that way you know you can't tell who he is yeah they can't They're track triangular him. chromosomes in fact mm. Mm. equilateral or isosceles <laughs> yes they're actually acute oh don't be obtuse <laughs> You're probably familiar with the concept of in, of intergenic region or junk DNA. I'm not. I'm not These either. These are basically DNA sequences that don't code for proteins. Thank you for teaching me. Uh, these are evolutionary residues, transposons, inactivated genes, and so on. They give you an I- to give you an idea. In humans, intergenic regions regions represent approximately 99% of our genome. I'm aware that these sequences aren't completely useless. They can be used as histone anchors, as buffers to protecting coding DNA from... (laughs) Buffering. Give me a second. (laughs) When you're editing this, please insert the uh, the (laughs) dial-up tone. (laughs) (laughs) DNA from radiation, or even as alternate open reading frames. But that's rather peripheral. Jesus Christ. Okay. It sounds like he copy and pasted that from like a medical journal. Yeah. Word for word. There's a lot of this. It's going to be like that. Uh, Particularly what's striking about the EBO genome is the uniformity of these intergenic regions. We see the same sequences repeated everywhere. And the distance in BP between the genes is virtually the same throughout their gene. This is fucking nonsense to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) The result is minimalist, highly condensed genome. In fact, it's much smaller than ours. Moreover, the quantity of protein coding genes is even significantly lower than ours, probably due to the genetic refinement, but also to biological processes, perhaps in EBO. Travis, <laughs> please. <laughs> Be careful. I can see like your temples are starting to pulse. You're starting to sweat. Humans aren't supposed to be able to understand this bullshit. It's so stupid. I can see your brain getting bigger by the second. I'm not a biologer. 
<laughs> I ain't no biologist. <laughs> the uniformity of these sequences is a major indication of the artificiality of these beings. Okay, so there's there's a point there. There is no complex organism on Earth that has such elegance in its sequences. There is oh. no evolutionary pressure that can lead to this kind of characteristic other than genetic engineering. Ooh. If I had understood any of that, maybe. <laughs> it's sure. all just a load of nonsense. My God. It's just, a, it's just a word soup. You make a uh, Prometheus reference. Uh, if I'm thinking the same movie, there was an individual that aided the other planet, and then he's starting to sound a little obsessed. I like how this next paragraph starts. I'm going to skip it because it's full of numbers and letters, and there's no way that anyone in the podcast is going to think this is fun to listen to. But it starts <laughs> off with, speaking of genetic engineering... <laughs> Oh, like sure, yeah, that's the way to. Please start that. go on. Please tell me more. Something, something, something. Number, number. TPR thirteen. Blah 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 blah. Uh, conclusion of the paragraph says: For those with only a basic knowledge of genetics, this is completely unheard of. No living thing in our biosphere has this kind of presence, of precise address in its genome. Once again, the presence of TPR cannot be explained by evolutionary pressure but only by genetic engineering on a genomic scale. Cool. Great. Nonsense, nonsense, DNA. Nonsense, nonsense, bullshit. <laughs> Led with that. We're going to scroll to the bottom <laughs> of the DNA section because I cannot deal with DNA explanations. I don't, I don't, I know that it's a, a double helix. I know that Mr. DNA explains some things huh. to me in Jurassic Park. Mr. DNA, <laughs> all of it. what are you doing here? <laughs> Dino <laughs> DNA. I came <laughs> from your blood. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. DNA. <laughs> it's basically saying their DNA is fucking weird for like three more paragraphs. Now the stuff that's actually interesting to listen to. Thank you. Hooray. We Holy got through it. Shit. Uh, wow. Pardon me, just one second while I yawn, because I just took a nap and Ooh. I'll do yeah, all that DNA shit. Trying. Whoa. This is why it's going to be a long recording, boys. Strap in. <laughs> I've gross strapped anatomy. in and I've strapped on. Gross anatomy. It's real gross. <laughs> gross. It's so gross. <laughs> they are morphologically very similar to the gray aliens that are part of modern folklore. Uh -huh. Their height is about 150 wait, centimeters. Wait. Yeah. There's a contradiction right there. It's the same Why? DNA as gray and gray aliens, which are par part of common, and he uses the word folklore. Folklore. Fake. Yeah. Not mm. real. Mm -hmm. Well, he mm. said morphologically, which means they're just shaped. Okay. Like. But he, he was also <laughs> just saying the DNA. He, so he he's just, just talking say, more about their form. He could just say, they look like yeah. grays. No, in the gross anatomy part, we're going to be talking about the shape of it, what they oh, look like. Yes. But he could have said what you said in the DNA section if we could decipher it, but we can't because we're not sciencers. So I don't know. I would need a sciencer to go through the DNA section and be like, mm hmm, which some people in the comments section claim to be, but I don't believe a single one of them. So. I, I know a sciencer. I'll, send me this article, I'll forward it to him. I will afterwards, because we're all going to look at the comment section together. It's Yay! Um, their height is about 150 centimeters. They have two arms, two legs, and a head. Fascinating. <laughs> Still, there heads. are some notable differences. I hate that. Skin! You have two heads? Right. The gray skin 
that is often described in folklore is in fact biosynthetic film, which likely serves to protect the EBO from a hostile environment. It doesn't provide effective protection against temperature changes, but it does offer adequate protection against the passage of liquids. It's possible that this film confers other advantages, but my knowledge on the subject is limited. Liquids. <laughs> Under the gray film, the epidermis is rather white, mm. and the, the texture is very regular and without any hair. We do not see any defect regular. other than the folds near the joints. Yeah, it's, it's regular. <laughs> it's real normal, not medium gray, white <laughs> alien skin. Yeah. Regular skin, not crunchy or you know yeah. creamy. It's regular. <laughs> Get that crunchy skin. Get that Get creamy that skin away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some creamy skin? Mm. <laughs> it's described as greasy in one report, but that's not something I've observed. The Only if you like fried up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The same report states that a strong, lingering smell of burnt hair and ammonia is present when the film is removed. Mm. There are a lot of pores on the skin, crossing from the epidermis to a gland in the hypodermis. These glands and pores are the terminal part of the excretory pseudoriferous system, which could explain the previously mentioned smell. I think people are saying that that means it poops through its skin. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it means when you're saying it's the excretory system. <laughs> They're getting rid of their poop through their skin. The head contains two large oversized eyes, two nostrils without protuberance, a narrow mouth without lips, you, and two ear canals without auricles? Sure. I guess, <laughs> there I is think, a mandible. I think that means that they just don't have any, like, you know, the, the flappy bits on the ear. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's just a little hole. It's uh, a little hole. There it is a mandible, but the musculature is vestigial. There are no teeth or tongue in the oral cavity. The <laughs> That's kind of great. It's just a little hole. That's just... <laughs> uh, just like if they had lips, hole. it would be perfect. Yeah, imagine having For a vestigial sucking. mouth. <laughs> I it's have a vestigial a, mouth. I have a vestigial <laughs> mouth. <laughs> the nasal cavity... Why would it... If this is, if this mm -hmm. is an engineered being, uh -huh. why is anything vestigial? What I all right, so I'm gonna need a definition. You make a fine first. point, sir. <laughs> what exactly does vestigial mean? You know how like we have the the gallbladder. It's an organ that at one point might have served a purpose, okay. but now it's just kind of fucking there. Okay. I I all right. I'm there with you now. Yeah, it's vestigial. I like they it. have okay. a vestigial I like your tailbone. Mouth. Useless. You know. Yeah. We don't have tails. It, it's a, it's an effect of evolution. And if this is an engineered being, why is anything, period, anything vestigial? Because Travis, he can't be he can't be contradicted because he's being purposefully contradictory to disguise his findings. <laughs> yes, you're right. <sighs> he already gave us that answer. The nasal cavity where the nostrils meet is compact and does not rise cranially, but extends axially. Interesting. I don't know what it means. There appears to be no equivalent to the olfactory bulb in the nasal, nasal cavity. I said nasal. That's kind of fun. Nasal. nasal. Uh, the, <laughs> the nasal cavity. The mouth leads directly to the esophagus and the nasal cavity to the trachea. The trachea and esophagus do not communicate. Yeah, because it's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Case <Obviously>. solved. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I hate it when my esophagus doesn't uh, communicate with my trachea. <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, 
The eyes. Like the skin, the eyes are covered with a semi-transparent biosynthetic film that offers the same environmental protection while providing protection against certain wavelengths and light sensitivity. When the film is removed, a more traditional eye is revealed, as opposed to these new progressive eyes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you know, to be fair, alligators uh, and other animals have uh, like a, a second lid that comes yeah. down. Yeah, for going underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about... Look at my special eyes. <laughs> I have special eyes. It's about three times larger than a human eye, and there are no eyelids. You. My the brand! Size eyes... <laughs> the size of their eyes suggests they have excellent night vision. Yeah, mm. okay, like owls. Excellent. It seems paradoxical to cover them with semi opaque film. Perhaps the only need to wear it in bright environment. Their sclera, I hate that word, is the same color as their skin. The iris is pale gray, and the pupil is black and oversized. The lens is rounder than a human. Time out. And the musculature, yeah. yeah time, 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 out. time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Yo, 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 yo. If these things are fucking dead, yeah. you would not be able to tell the color of the iris or the sclera. Yeah, especially if these are like those traditional eyes that still, you know. Do things the old way. <laughs> because <laughs> the eyes, it doesn't matter how well they've been frozen. The eyes the are the first, things to, first things to decay. Yeah. You wouldn't get too much out of that. You wouldn't get anything. You wouldn't have any eyes. They would just be like shriveled up husks. Yeah. Even in like the best preserved like mummies and things that we have, the eyes are like gone. They're, They're all gone. Like, those... Maybe they yeah, because it's all just water. It's just water. <laughs> yeah, unless they're like keeping them like the the alien in the in the tube in uh, Agents of Shield, but you know, <laughs> I think they're just keeping like, it in stasis inside yeah. Olivius. <sighs> That's it. That's it. Oh Jesus! Sorry, uh, I'm the so lens is rounder. Sorry, I, sorry. I just it just doesn't make any sense. But carry on. I, I keep trying to carry it off fast just so we can get through it all. <laughs> the, the lens is rounder than a human, and the musculature used to adjust focus is more developed. On the retina, there are at least six types of cone cells. The responsiveness of each of these six types of cones is specific to a wavelength band with a minimum of overlap between each other. The result is a broader visual spectrum. Oh. Ear. Okay. As mentioned, the outer ear has no oracle on the ear canal is unremarkable. <laughs> uh, the, the inner ear has all the characteristics Not very of the typical. No, it's very unremarkable ears. Mm -hmm. Very unremarkable. <laughs> a typical vestibular and cochlear system, although the curvature of the cochlea is more pronounced than a human. Oh. This probably results in greater hearing acuity, acuity, not acuity, acuity for lower frequencies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The brain is tetraspheric, i.e. composed of four major sections. So they have more. Ah. Uh, uh, I can't say hemispheres because that's not... They got more. They got more brain chunks. <laughs> <laughs> good old, good sound old like brain the, chunks. They sound like some spoopy chunks. It's real yeah. spoopy. You chunks. know what? We have a really specific skill, and it's turning smart words into really stupid things. Brain <laughs> chunks. Stupid phrasing. That's our. That's our phrasing thing. <laughs> I have more brain chunks. That's got to be a shirt. I have more, more brain, brain chunks, chunks than you. I got more brain chunks than you. <laughs> 
an image of a tetraspheric brain. The sections are separated by transverse and longitudinal fissures and are connected to the central lobe, which acts as brainstem and cerebellum. It's like the, it's like the inside thing of a Rubik's cube. Yeah, yeah. basically it. <laughs> the volume of the brain is around 20% superior to that of a man of the same height. It has a much more pronounced level of gyrication than an average human. So Mo wrinkles. Mo wrinkles. Oh, more more wrinkles. Oh yeah. Wrinkly brain. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to have that smooth brain. My oh. brain's real smooth. Hence the phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Moreover, the ratio of glial cells to neurons is also slightly higher than in humans. It is important to mention the presence of nodules on the central lobe. Histological analysis of these structures reveals a kind of intricate biological circuitry. It is speculated that these nodules are essential to interact with their technology. Consequentially, determining the proteome of these structures is an absolute priority for the program. But Fancy brain stuff. But yeah. he said there weren't any notes on their technology. So how does he, yeah, know, exactly. how does he know about that? Well, wait, well, he's being he contradictory. He's being contradictory on purpose. Trust me. I, he has notes later about the religion, and I think that's where we're going to lose everything. everything. Have we even got anything? Everything. I um, don't have anything. I, let me tell you, buddy. Because uh, I'm just like, I'm <laughs> I'm just like, everything doesn't make any sense. So, for one thing, it's, honestly, I think it's because my brain is too smooth for it. I don't have enough. I don't have enough chunks for this. Yeah, I don't have enough chunks for it either. Because if these things are supposed to be so fucked up, like, yeah, how are you getting such good, clean results off them, buddy? Yeah, how is everything intact? Yeah, see, it's it's. He thinks that he has four aliens that are in parts, but really, it's just all all parts of one alien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just all separated out. Makes uh, sense. I, I have a I have a subtle theory, but we can wait. A subtle theory. Okay, we'll come back. <laughs> the neck is proportionally longer than that of a human. At the same time, relatively thin. As mentioned, the esophagus and trachea are separate. There are no vocal cords in this region. The thorax, the musculature of the thorax is underdeveloped. Muscles equivalent to the pe- pectoralis, oh, the pecs, uh, major can be seen. We can also use the trapezius and deltoid muscles. Also see them. I said use. I don't know why. Uh, Your traps and delts, uh, bro. The sternocleidomastoids were also well defined. The ribs and sternum are clearly visible. There are no nipples. That's an an important note. That's the name of my next album. There are no nipples. There are no nipples. (laughs) There are no nipples. Uh, That's a shirt by itself. (laughs) Travis just joined the band Limp Biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) The abdomen is wider than the thorax and bulges slightly forward. There is no navel. That's my sequel album. (laughs) Oh, I see my third album coming up. The pelvic bones are apparent. There are no genitals or anus. <laughs> it's the winner. That's a collaboration yeah. track. Yep. <laughs> the hands have four digits, including an opposable thumb on the medial side. I don't know what, what the medial side is. God, this is just making me feel real stupid, if anything. They have no nails. How do they build things? Um, <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> oh, that was real stupid. I was like, 
Travis, there's other tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you try connecting woods without names. I was, I thought, how you smell glue? <laughs> the texture of their fingerprints is composed of concentric circles. Fingers are proportionally much longer than in humans. Unlike humans, finger musculature is entirely intrinsic to the hand. In other words, the muscles used to move the fingers are not in the forearms, but entirely located in the hands. At first glance, the feet consist of just two digits, but a necropsy soon determined that each toe was made of two fused digits. The med medial toe is partially longer than the distal toe. The feet are relatively longer and narrower in a human. The muscular, however, is vestigial. Why is anything ah, vestigial? Ah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm shouting. Why is anything vestigial woke me in up an for engineered my being? I don't... This, it makes me mad that he keeps being like vestigial, but these are engineered somehow. It's stupid. It wouldn't... Nothing would be vestigial. Travis, period. he's being purposefully contradictory. You're right. To cover up uh, the fact that this is bullshit. I don't think he's covering anything. Up <laughs> <laughs> he's he's <laughs> not doing a good job, let's be honest. The EBO's endoskeleton is very similar to ours, or at least in terms of composition. There's collagen, hydrozyapatite, <laughs> sure. also copper. I, I just sound so stupid reading this with all these bad words. Yeah. <laughs> all I heard was a fly going by. I have no idea how it's pronounced either, so... Yeah. It's that wasn't all a fly. Good. That was my brain sputtering, not a fly. <laughs> some sparks flying out of his head. <laughs> but, but also, copper oxide crystals were where marrow would normally be found. Copper crystals instead of marrow. Mm. Ha. Huh. Mm. Interesting. Cute. The role of these crystals has not been established, but it is not a crystal. God damn it. Crystallopathic condition. The blood tells of the myeloid lineage <laughs> for the equivalent for these creatures. Can you tell I didn't pay attention? Why do they have I, I can blood. tell you're doing How about do as good blood? as any three of us could do with this. <laughs> if, there were any, Chuck could do better. if there were any fluids in these creatures, yeah. they yeah. would have, like, you couldn't preserve them. So yeah. they had to be drained of fluids before you examine them so unless you got it in See, a jar buddy i mean you know <laughs> i think they do according to his thing earlier where they're like we have fridges full of cells that we've like been growing and stuff so maybe they've been Jeez. like they, sorry i'm like i'm rationalizing bullshit but uh, no no you're fine it's just i'm like why yeah carry on uh therefore mature in a different location than humans in the thymus like organ a transverse section of the bone reveals osteon and osteocytes. There appear to be few osteoblasts and no osteoclasts. Oh. <laughs> All right. This indicates that the bones are no longer growing and cannot absorb the minerals present or adapt mechanically to changes in posture. What? Huh. Adap the bones adapting mechanically? Yeah. Like you sitting down. They can't sit down. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's going to be a tragedy. I think basically yeah. what it means is that like their bones are set, so sure. it doesn't matter. They they're not going to grow anymore, and like my bones are also set. <laughs> mine too, uh, and uh, it also means I think that like if they like I don't know. It, it, I think the posture thing is like weird because it's like so you're saying like their bones aren't going to like deteriorate based off of like 
the changes in the, their posture? I don't, I don't understand. Okay, we're on to the biological systems, and then that'll be the last of the woogity woo. It's not even woogity woo. The just like, I, I don't fucking know. Whatever. The fake science. Yeah. Pseudoscience shit. Uh, respiratory system. The cellular respiration is equivalent to ours, i.e. they need to oxidize organic components to produce energy. Their lungs have no reciprocating action, but rather have an un, uh, unidirectional flow of air similar to those seen in birds, which is more efficient than ours. It is speculated that this is in response to the brain's elevated me metabolic needs. So they breathe more because brain chunks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, science! <laughs> I can make science real dumb. See, I like understand it, but in a dumb way. <laughs> Vocalization is produced by vibration of the wall membrane at the junction between the two air sacs. Mm. Huh. Interesting. So they do speak, but using a weird part. Uh, the circular. circular uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> Travis is short-circuiting. It's bad. Uh, the circula circulatory system. Uh, Alec is just dying right now. Uh, the circulatory system of EBOs is rather analogous to ours. The heart is located in the media... Uh -huh. The media stanum, but in a more medial position. I'm just gonna start reading the fucking conclusions of this stuff. Heart weird. Heart weird. Blood itself. Also weird. Excreto. Here's the part I wanted to read about. This, this is the, this <laughs> He's casting a spell. The pooping thing. <laughs> Excreto! <laughs> and then you shit yourself. Excreto, your Cheetos. Uh, that's, that's, you poop. that's like Fiverr in a spell, basically. <laughs> okay, so this is the poop the, system. This is the magic equivalent of the brown note. <laughs> the brown spell. <laughs> the brown spell. Uh, this system is completely different from what I've seen. As mentioned earlier, there is no large orifice like an anus or urethra to get rid of biological waste. Instead, there are countless small pores on the surface of the skin. There's a large medial organ called the hypotoreal organ, which acts as both kidney and liver, and is central to maintaining homeostasis. Nice. It, did they just choose to name it themselves? Like, all right. Read it again. The I'm organ is read the name sure. one more time. organ. Thank uh, you. Oh. Thank you. I pronounced the thing correctly for once. That sounded Maybe. good. It's probably wrong. Thank yeah. you. I'm learning through my malfunctioning. <laughs> This organ is highly vascularized, and the blood must pass through it before returning to the heart. Its role is, among other things, to purify the blood of metabolic waste. I'm, I'm sorry, that was kind of like just a moot sentence. Yeah. The blood has to pass through it. The blood carrying all the nutrients has to pass through it before going back to the heart. Yes. What? Yep. That's no. a standard oh. organism. That's... <laughs> no. Yeah, blood has to go through it bef before it comes out of the heart. Nah. It has it to make a circle. Yeah. Really? No way. <laughs> it's almost like Where's a this? circulatory system. Uh, that's why they call it that, dude. <laughs> 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 Waste is excreted into the equivalent of a ureter, uh, which branches out into four. They got a, they got four brains. They got they got a ureter for each brain chunk. 
Uh, nice. Each branch flows towards one of the four limbs, and in turn, these branches divide until they end up as thousands of excretory pores. The motility of this excretory system is mediated by a weak peristostabir. Hertabir? You know, that word. Uh-huh. Uh, they poop through their skin. That's uh, cool. They, they sweat <laughs> out all their poop and piss. This is interesting. The digestive system oh. is extremely underdeveloped. There is no stomach in the familiar sense. However, there is a pseudo-stomach located at the transition between the thor- and thoracic and abdominal cavities. And also vestigial? Probably. It seems like it. It only serves as a reservoir. It's not involved in digestion. A sphincter controls the flow of food into the intestine, and the intestine is limited to the equivalent of our small intestine. See, they don't eat... I guess. Blah, blah, blah. Some sort of paste, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Down its orifice. Given... Oh, this is a weird fucking sentence. Given the absence of teeth, the narrowness and rigidity of the esophagus, the absence of a true stomach, and the absence of defecation, it is strongly believed that EBOs can only consume food in liquid form. It is assumed that Given the high metabolic needs of their brains, this food would have a high carbohydrate con- concentration. In order to meet other metabolic needs, there must also be a high protein content in the food consumed. It's creatine. These... I got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're drinking G Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> They're <just> drinking G Fuel. <laughs> That's where the technology came from for G Fuel, from the aliens, obviously. Oh my god. That's how it's funded. Yep. So he goes on and on and on about this kind of shit. We'll skip all that and get to where this starts to get weird. Um, Please. He he got he did a Q and A session. Starts to get weird. Yeah, he just he did all that, and then he did a Q and A. Yep. Right. Uh And there's some problems with the Q and A. Oh, good. Yeah. Question one. Amazing story. Have you shared this with the Senate Select Commission on Intelligence or with AARO? And do you have evidence to back this up? Thank you. No, I haven't, and no, I won't. It sounds like a honey trap to me. I will not place my life in the hands of politicians. I have no proof other than this message. I know it's not much, but it's what I'm prepared to offer. Question two. Well, that was a read. So they are bioengineered worker bees? Any elemental components that are... Unitributal to our biome. You're starting to sound like well, Stewie and Family Guy, just getting higher and higher and higher. <laughs> oh, you'll do fine. Yeah. Yes, knowing that they're disposable, unable to live independently without technological support, and that they are ephemeral, the only suitable hypothesis is that they are alive only to accomplish their task. Can you clarify your question about elemental components? You know what he just said. They're Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> For fuck's sake. That is what he just said. Holy That's shit. Funny. Rick and ah, Morty Mr. Meeseeks, look at Simpsons me. Or Futurama. Uh, Can do. Ooh, wee. I'm pooping through my skin. <laughs> Gotta choke upon the club. Question three. I have read everything in detail, but can you expand on the document about their religion? Yay! Yay. Religion. 
EBOs believe that the soul is not an extension of the individual, but rather a fundamental characteristic of nature that expresses itself as a field, not unlike gravity. In the presence of life, this field acquires complexity, resulting in negative entropy, if that makes sense. This gain in complexity is directly correlated with the concentration of living organisms in a given location. With time and with the right conditions, life in turn becomes more complex until the appearance of sentient life. After reaching this threshold, the field begins to express itself through these sentient beings, forming what we call the soul. Throughout their life experiences, sentient beings will in turn influence the field in a sort of positive feedback loop. This in turn further accelerates the complexity of the field. Eventually, when the field reaches a critical mass, there will be a sort of apotheosis. It's not clear what this means in practical terms, but this quest for apotheosis seems to be the EBO's main motivation. The author of the document added his reflections and interpretations as an appendix. He specified that, for them, the soul field is not a belief, but an obvious truth. He also argues that the soul loses its individuality after death, but that memory and experience persists as part of that field. This fact would influence the philosophy and culture of EBOs, resulting in a society that doesn't fear death, but which places no importance on reverence on individuality. This belief compels them to seed life, shape it, nurture it, monitor it, and influence it for the ultimate purpose of creating this apotheosis. Paradoxically, they have little or no respect for an individual's well-being. Please be advised that I'm speaking from memory of something I read more than 10 years ago, so take the following with a grain of salt. Also, I'm not a philosopher or an artist, so please excuse my struggle to properly formulate the concepts and my dry terminology. Finally, note that this information comes from a document whose author was directly interacting with an EBO. It is not specified whether it was an ambassador, a crash survivor, a prisoner. The means of communication were not specified either. I was gonna say, my main problem with this is, if they all dead, how they talking? <laughs> if they all dead, how they talking? Where, yeah, that's, well, I'm sitting here by the mic just waiting for it to, to wrap up, and I'm like, yeah. where do you get all this from? <laughs> like, what's what's the fucking do proof? Wanna, do, you, do you have... You wanna, do I, uh, you want to know where he got this from? His imagination. It's, it's Buddhism. Then you just described Buddhism. Oh, did he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I never knew. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. Buddhism in a nutshell. Yeah. We're just water droplets from the cosmic sea, man. Question four. What the fuck? He dropped the, the location of the lab. Answer. Battelle National Biodefense Institute. It's on Google Maps. And that's it. And that's the end of everything. <laughs> He claimed to be there, whatever, right? So, oh boy! Given just the post, I think our thoughts are pretty clear. But thoughts, gentlemen. Alec, you want to go first? It's BFS. Bull, bull fucking shit. <laughs> bull fucking shit. Okay. Yeah. But also, uh huh. Very. I'm, I'm talking point zero 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 one percent <laughs> that it's moon men. Mm. Moon men. Uh, moon it's men. Movement. Take Movement. away from, the, from cheese land. Uh-huh. Reverse your thinking for a second. If they were yeah. moonmen, they'd be rabbits, but go ahead. <laughs> Take away, like reverse your thoughts that the ge- like genetic makeup was man-made. Maybe that uh-huh. was contradictory. 
then the rest starts making more sense. But it's still BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole time you're describing it, I'm just thinking, oh, yeah, you know, that would... F you know, it sounds like Moon Men. Pale skin, big like eyes with transparent lids. That's what I would imagine <clears throat> Moon Men to be like. I want that on Check a t-shirt. I'll have to... Moon that's off which part? All of it. The whole This whole post? That'd be a long t-shirt, man. No. The address, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it's... I, it's... it's it's BS. <laughs> well, it's we're, fun BS, but it's BS. We're we're chunk. We're 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 neglecting the obvious answer, and that this is just a really weird looking shaved bear. Um, but that's true. It's just this is a, very true. Just a shaved bear. I mean, that's all it is. I see why it looks humanish in DNA. It's a bear. It's a bear. Bear, bear took a typing class. Mm -hmm. Sat down. So you're saying Rodinous. poster you're is a bear. You're saying the poster is a bear. Yes. Ooh. Oh. That's an interesting take. I like huh. it's a real like bear that. posting it's a real on Reddit. Bear. Real bear post on Reddit. I love that personally. <laughs> uh, but also, um, honestly, this is all just bullshit. Um, this is basically just, it's just another, it's just another one of those Reddit posts that's trying to do the thing where it's like, you know, creating urban legends or creating something that's like, you know, if it's supposed to feel real enough to maybe be a thing to like, live on its yeah. own. Yeah. To like society. Yeah. It's like Polybius um, or like John Titor. Um, maybe it which, becomes an egregore. It could be. <laughs> um, but like John Titor was this, uh, was a famous post. I can't remember if it was on Reddit or 4chan, one of those two. Um, and it was about a time traveler and, it was like this big thing. There was all these like little details. He was talking about how he like you know escaped from the future where CERN was like uh, had taken over like the governments and shit like that. Is it was really weird and really stupid. And this just feels like that. It's just kind of outlandish. Yeah. It's super outlandish and it's like way too apropos because like he's saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna entrust my life to the government." Then why the fuck didn't you reveal this years ago and not yeah. when aliens are literally on everybody's mouths and everybody's minds because a real whistleblower <laughs> is testifying. Yeah. You remember the what happened a month ago in like alien life, Chuck? Uh, Non-human biologics, I believe was the word. Well, who's the guy who was talking about the, the Cold War happening for alien technology? That dude? Uh, it's David Grush, yeah. Yeah. His, one of his big disclosures came right at the same time that this came out. Imagine. So, it was when he yeah. it was probably came out shortly after he testified before uh, the uh, oversight committee. Yeah, exactly. So, interesting. Yeah, of course it seems very fake, but uh, there's a lot in the comments about this. And I'll go ahead and post this yeah, now. Please, so can I can't wait. Combing the comments. <laughs> I comb the comments so you don't necessarily have to. But the whole story is that this got way fueled because there was a lot of weirdness around the account with uh, it being... First of all, the account is now deleted. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't go view their account to look at their history or anything. And at the time when they posted this, there was a lot of strangeness going on with the account where it like had some visibility issues that the the um, admins of r slash aliens had to go in and fix to get it seen. 
Uh, and when he was doing his little Q&A stuff, a lot of his comments kept getting deleted. So people are like, it's the government trying to cover it up because of there was weirdness around the account. And I don't blame them for feeling that way. However, I did some research into how Reddit works. <laughs> and, uh, what happened was the account showed up as shadow banned before they ever made this post, which means that their account was already in bad standing with Reddit's terms of condition and conditions of service or whatever. So the administrators of Reddit had seen this account as potentially problematic already and had taken action to make sure that they didn't do whatever the fuck weirdness was going on. So it being shadow banned was like that. They had very low karma. There was problems with their account some kind of post limits and stuff. So wow. that's why shadow bans exist on Reddit. It has nothing to do with subreddits or anything or any government, anything. It was just that the account was in bad standing and Reddit was like already looking <laughs> at it before they ever made this fucking post. They're so. like, I'm making one last stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was blow up the internet before I'm fucking gone. So... <laughs> Uh, there's the first comment that like shows up when you look at this explains a lot of that like the timeline for it and stuff so the, I guess the admins reached out to this dude a bunch of times trying to get verification of who the fuck they were got literally fucking nothing jack shit uh, so there's actually zero way to verify any of this information and obviously that's on purpose yeah. <laughs> they they post something that you can neither prove nor disprove so i don't fucking know right <laughs> it just kind of exists i'm just yeah. as it's like it's it's like a good fantasy read <laughs> yeah it's just it reads like michael crichton if you ever read jurassic park mm -hmm. like the original book uh -uh. it reads a lot like when he's describing the science of reviving uh, the dinosaurs and stuff. He gets heavy into how DNA works and stuff. So and like, nothing in there is super crazy, minus a lot of the terminology. Um, and a lot of people in the comments seem to think that this was written by AI, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I can see that. I kind of believe. I, I actually ran it through an AI detector. <laughs> oh yeah. And it came out with a 14% probability that it's AI written. Not very high, but. High, still exists. high enough to be probable. Did yeah. You, there's have, over a 1 in 10 shot of it being AI. Have you run uh, it through a plagiarism detector? Uh, no, I haven't. There is there is another comment that claimed that they ran it through something like that and found that it was posted uh, a few places 10 years ago. Or close to it, like 10 years ago. Hmm. So, it's, it's hard to say there. I haven't done that myself. I don't really know much about what that account did, but you know, blah, blah, blah. I got two comments that I pulled out in particular that kind of have things to say about this. Because if you go through all the comments that are like gonna pop up when you first look, it, it's a lot of people being like, yeah, fuck yeah, aliens real, this proves it. Because that fucking happens a lot of times. A lot of people who really, really want this to be fucking true. <laughs> um, they really want to believe. Yeah. Believing is seeing, comments... Chuck. Have you seen Xana? <laughs> so, the the funnier part to me is that there's a lot of people in the comments that are claiming to be uh, biologists and things of that sort that are like, yeah, this person's smart. They know what they're talking about. 
But if you, if you go to the, if you change how your comments are seen, and you go look at the most controversial ones, there are confirmable biologists being like, this is like a sophomore in college level understanding. <laughs> That's all you need, pretty much. So, like, the, the sciencey part of it is like, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know how technical it is. And if you t use some AI to get into like weirdness of, d of DNA, and just sure. copy paste that. Yeah, and to me, the AI thing explains a lot of the bad fucking grammar that I was when, reading and some of the weird sentence uses. Like, when was this again? Speaking of genetic engineering, <laughs> what? When was this posted? Like a month ago. That recent? Yeah, that's what I've been saying. The whole time. it's been a month. That it's this is a current issue <laughs> has become a thing. You want to know why this went viral? Huh. Please. I was saving this this fact for last. Joe Rogan retweeted it. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't do it. <laughs> so it was it's going a lot crazy. A lot of people that'll listen to him. Yeah, Joe Rogan retweeted it, which is already a thing. But let's look at some comments for funsies. Uh, somebody was able to go in and like look at the place that they were saying is the location and uh, there's something about there's a line on the tax return. This this is a popularly believed alien biology location because in the tax returns for this lab, there's a line that says alien technology. So people took, like, freaked the fuck out because all that stuff is public information, right? They're like, they have a tax line for alien technology? But, turns out that that's to a company called Alien Technology Inc., which creates RFID stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fully disproved there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and the other comment I pulled out was about the Q&A section. Um, this is someone who was a linguist that said, look at the back and forth between the OP and the one person who asked the numbered questions. Not only were they, were the OP's answers immediate, again, I will concede perhaps that the OP is just ready and waiting online for any questions and all questions to come flooding in, but a real conversation online doesn't occur with that much rapidity. It's like the answers were ready and waiting to be given in all the same ways that the questions were. In other words, just reread the Q&A knowing that it's the same person. Reads differently now, doesn't it? And one, there is the same cadence. Two, there is the same near 95% perfect grammar and spelling, which is not correct. Uh, same sentence structures for the questions and the stuff. The person asking the OP questions seems to be asking way too perfect questions, which is true. There's like the few things that were unanswered and tell more of a story after the fact. Uh, and five, also people in technical professions don't stop to say things like, hey, now I'm going to get pretty technical here. <laughs> they just, <laughs> they just hey, uh, do it. Give me a second here. Adds a real I'm going to get kind of technical. Now think about it. If there is an actual NDA, this person is fucked. I mean, for real. How many individuals on the planet had access to what this person says they had? Should be pretty easy to figure out this person's identity, I imagine. And as for intelligence, as this person seems to be, I have a hard time telling, I have a hard time believing they'd be, they'd take to Reddit too wildly. Uh, sorry, whatever. Uh, as much as I want to believe this, it's just a very elaborate fan fiction, which I wholeheartedly agree with. I, I don't think that this is something that should be taken seriously no. as any kind of alien evidence. There's nothing provable here. It's interesting. Sure. It was a fun read. Yeah. 
It's provocative. <laughs> it's provocative. Yeah, it's it's something, you know. But I I don't think that there's there's nothing here to prove anything. It's just pure Gets the people speculative going. fiction. It's static. If this, yeah. Most whistleblowers, what they do, like I said this earlier, they, when they want to get information out there, they go to someone who is a reliable news source in some form or faction. Someone, faction, Jesus, I can't words right. This thing has <laughs> fucked my brain. <laughs> they, they go to someone who is a reliable person to disseminate information and let that person disseminate the information so that that person, the actual whistleblower, gets to maintain their anonymity. And that removes the, the burden of proving their identity or anything. So they're playing the telephone them. game while typing down the story. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. Because the person who's telling the story is like, I, know, I can verify the identity of the person who gave me this information. And the whole publication can also identi- identify that person. And we can verify that they are in fact who they say that they are. And that gives legitimacy to the information. That's what whistleblowers do. This is not whistleblowing. This is just posting some bullshit on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. From, from an account that was already in bad fucking standing to begin with. Well, that's what so, I mean, that's what Edward Snowden did. He gave yeah. all, he put all that shit in WikiLeaks. Yeah, exactly. It's uh there's nothing to this, I think. Oh, absolutely but, not. That's yeah. it, we're all confirmed. For sure. <laughs> so that's the <laughs> That's the Reddit alien biologist. Uh, Chris, I'm sorry. I know you wanted to believe in this one, but I don't think you can. I just, Personally. I had a good time. Yeah. Anything alien related is, is always entertaining to me. I didn't have fun. You did? <laughs> Chuck was mad the whole time. You I was hit. just, the whole time, I'm just listening to this and I'm just like, Oh my god, this is like, <laughs> this is just, it's just a person who's, who's just trying to get attention on the internet. That's all it is. And it's, they succeeded. And it's a really stupid way to go about it. But you know what? I mean, hey, guess what? I mean, people have done all varieties, all shades of stupid on the internet. Yeah, but yeah. I just get really annoyed by the people who are presenting this information as fact and they're treating it like you know, <laughs> and they they want you to believe it too because people they're, will just they're doing take it because chaos. Stuff. No, they're doing yeah. it because they they're doing it because they think it's funny. I mean, that's yeah. all. That's how misinformation works. That's, that's how that's how Joe Rogan works. So, that's fair. You know, it's uh, it's just a thing. You post whatever people believe it, and that's that's how misinformation spreads online exactly through posts like this so like the fact that it was popular and stuff made me feel like maybe this is an important thing to cover because like uh, it can't be taken as evidence it just really cannot not at all and even some of the stuff in like the senate disclosure hearings that we just had you can't really take any of that for fact either because there are people who had jobs yes we can verify who they are but we can't necessarily verify anything that they're saying because they're not presenting evidence. They're just saying stuff. So it's like we don't fully know yet. I, we I don't had a, fully know. I had a tough time rewatching the the hearing. <laughs> I, I, I just I was like the whole time I was like, I I'm I, I'm not glued to any of this. This is just 
Yeah. It sounds like more BS. <laughs> it's C-SPAN. You know. It's to get... <laughs> some of it sounds like it's to get attention. And um, maybe... Maybe there's something to it. But... Maybe. I, I firmly believe that aliens exist, yeah, you know? And I'm yeah. sure we've been visited. Once we get to the Roswell crash, I'm going to have a lot of opinions on that. Because I've, <laughs> I've been to the Roswell Museum and stuff. I've read a lot about it. I think something did happen there. Because whatever but like i don't i don't believe the shit that people are saying i think statistically even outside of our galaxy the universe there's going to be other living beings there has to be yeah yeah we may never in our lifetime come to see them the human race might go extinct and we may never interact but there's statistically there has to be other living beings out there but it has we, to be. But we all know what it is. It's just bears and flying saucers. <laughs> just bears. <laughs> yeah, it's bears and flying saucers. We've That's established this before. It's not the United Federation of Planets. It's the United Federation of Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and the bears That's that live on our planet are actually the the dominant species. We just don't know it yet. You know what? Yeah, you thought it was dolphins. It's actually bears. The Bear Federation? That's where all the bears are coming from in these cryptid stories. Yep. That's, that's true. the true mystery. <laughs> what is the Bear Federation? Well, uh, that's all that I got for you, you fucks. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been Travis Diffender for... Or sorry, I am the ghost. I have been the ghost formerly known as Travis Diffender for... That is a confusing sentence, isn't it? I <laughs> have been Alec Pettigrew, but I am not sorry. I had a good time discussing this one. <laughs> I have it's been... fun to speculate on BS. Yeah, but it's BS. But it's BS. <laughs> Congratulations, listener. You had an hour and 20 minutes of, of BS. Of BS, <laughs> yeah. I have been the sleep paralysis demon in the corner of your room, meaning a Flintstone push pop, also known as Chuck. And I was miserable. But you can <laughs> not be miserable by going to our Instagram page at SGSSPod yeah. um, and following us on there. Um, and you can also find us on the YouTubes and Etsy. Uh, yeah, and yeah, we got Etsy that newfangled email at the oh, same yeah. tag SGSS. Yeah, that's the biggest innovation at, that we have. Gmail, <laughs> huge SGSS pod at Gmail. You don't even have to be in the same room. You can set, you can talk to us. Well, yeah, we send us your alien disclosures and whistleblow through us. Yeah, we'll know? do it. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Yeah, can you imagine someone whistleblowing through us, idiots? That would not go well for them. Uh-uh. No. I mean, listen, we would probably like pick apart everything that they sent us and yeah. <laughs> scientifically, of course. Oh yes. You're very scientific. We're we're uh, big sciencers. But I'll I'll send my um I'll send this article to my to my sciencer. Uh and um I will uh, I will report back at a later date. Yeah, follow up. That'd be that'd be good to do. Yeah. Return to the the Reddit alien biologist. Fucking so stupid. But uh yeah, that's that's all for us. We'll uh see you uh you know next time when Alec yep. does something that's probably way more fun and interesting. <laughs> Can't wait. I cannot wait. I literally cannot wait. All right. Stay spooky, spooky bitches. bitches. Stay spooky bitches. <laughs> All I said was spooky bitches. Oh. Thank you for listening to 
is a skeptic's guide to the spooky side. Be sure to rate and review us on your listening platform of choice. And subscribe to keep up with the podcast. Until next time, believers.